Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. So I'm so excited today to have my friend Stephanie Liu here on the show with us. And if you don't know who Stephanie is, she is a live video strategist for brands and entrepreneurs from Moonwalkers to master chefs who want to go from unknown to unforgettable. She's been a digital marketing expert with 15 years of ad agency experience. She has helped thousands of her clients and students get on the fascination fast track to ignite their ideas and become confident on camera. With her proven system, clients discover how to create crave-worthy content, get audiences buzzing with excitement, and how to deliver a spellbinding presentation that hooks viewers in. Her client, Master Chef Claudia Sandoval, drove 178,000 downloads of her, her of her book from her first live stream within 24 hours, folks. She's also coached astronaut Jessica Meir and her team for a live interview in space. Now, she's been named of the, one of the top 50 digital marketing thought leaders by the University of Missouri of St. Louis. Her work has been recognized and awarded by Forbes, Online Marketing and Advertising, PR Daily, Forrester, and Gartner One-to-One Media. She's the host of Lights, Camera, Live and co-author of The Ultimate Guide to Social Media, published by Entrepreneur Press. She lives in sunny San Diego. Stephanie, so amazing to have you here. Bring it on. Look <laughs> at you. You nailed that. I was like, look at you, Jeff C. I, you know, I mean, I, I was like, you've been in the ad agency, like what, for 15 years, it said. And I'm like, well, did she start when she was 10? I mean, come on. Jeez. Well, <laughs> uh, Asian don't raisin, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny, funny, funny. So we've got one of the amazing, and actually Chris Stone is going to be on next week. Uh, he says, what's good, everyone? He's one half of the amazing dealcasters. Uh, Brian says he is loving the sun in Barcelona today. So thank you uh, for watching out in the sun, Brian. Uh, and my good friend, Ian Anderson Gray, who I'm going to meet up with at the end of the month down in Orlando. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Um, and you got you got your fans here, Stephanie. Yeah. Tim's own Stephanie Liu is incredible. He must have seen you before. Uh, Pat Mills is here. Pat, so good to see you. Haven't seen you for a while. Good morning from Tennessee. And uh, <laughs> he goes, has Stephanie been in space? That should totally happen. Where is Elon Musk? <laughs> That's you right. Know, we could have a conversation. Yeah. That's right. So, so many great people stopping in. So this is going to be a great show. So make sure that if you're just joining us to ask your questions, because we're talking all about live video today. So many people want to know how to get started, what live video actually is. So we're going to just kick it right off. So Stephanie, what is live selling? What exactly yes. is it? Live selling is, it's a blend of entertainment and e-commerce all blended into one in order to motivate, encourage, and inspire an audience to buy in real time, whether that's on social media platforms, white labeled platforms, all the different things, but that's really what live selling is. You have amazing folks just like Jeff C or myself, where we're able to demonstrate products and really get customers, clients to really think about like, hey, introduce you to a new product. Let me show you how it works. If you're interested in solving a problem, then this is where you have to get it now. So live selling is one of those things that, man, by 2023, it's estimated to be a $25 billion market industry. And that's why I'm so excited about it because we've seen the evolution of live streaming. Yes. We've seen the content creators. We've seen the brand deals. We've seen remote live video production. And now live selling in North America is really starting to flourish. Yeah. So, um, 
one of the things, and I forgot to mention this at the start of the show, but I wanted to give a big shout out to our friends over at Ecamm. You can find out more about them at socialmedianewslive.com, Ecamm. But one of the cool things is that yesterday, uh, if uh, hopefully you guys watch it because I pushed it out last week, but uh, Stephanie is doing in an incredible uh, second season of her show, Showrunners. Um, you can find out more about it at ecamm.tv ecam.tv forward slash live selling you're going to get a taste of that today but she's doing what is it eight weeks stephanie over there it's eight weeks yeah it's honestly i tell everyone showrunner in and of itself is a master class that's me for eight weeks dedicating myself to talking to you about all about live selling live selling is how to leverage it as a content creator how to leverage it as a producer and it really expand your remote live video production services because let me tell you i was telling this to jeff in the green room there are SaaS platforms that know what SaaS platforms do best these are the features these are the bells these are the whistles and then you have these brands these digital marketing managers these pr agencies where they're like we need to introduce a product but they might not be as well versed with live streaming as much as you and i are mm-hmm. and so that's where we are the conduit as far as how do we take this run of show? How do, how do we bring it to life? How do we integrate it with this live shopping platform? And so really showrunner, right? The second season, I'm really showing you how to turn browsers into buyers. Mm-hmm. So go for it. If you haven't, like, if you haven't added this to your calendar yet, you are missing out. Yeah. So make sure you go to ecam.tv forward slash live selling. It is amazing. I did. I watched the the whole thing uh, last week. I think you can go back if you go to this URL and, and watch the, the first uh, episode there um, and watch it on replay. But it, it is totally worth going to. In fact, we have, uh, let's see, I think it was Anna says, uh, showrunner first episode was fire. So yes, very, very cool. She's watching over on LinkedIn. Uh, it really, really was. So make sure you guys go check that out. And you really do go that url sign up to get reminders i think it's um what is it every thursday at uh, every thursday 11 a.m so wherever you are if you're on the west coast you're having lunch with me yeah (laughs) grab your notebook have lunch with me if you're on the east coast you just came back from lunch so you're ready to learn this is i mean jeff this is one of those things where i'm like you know, you might not see me at a conference. You might not have a VIP strategy day with me, but if you have the time and the effort to dedicate at least an hour a week for you to level up your live stream production services, it's an hour well spent. Yeah. So I've been doing live streaming since like Google Plus days. I mean, that's ancient times. And I, I still learn something. That's the thing. You never stop learning uh, if you are a professional in, in this industry. And so there's so many great tips that I got, things I needed to be reminded about uh, watching that show. So I totally, totally recommend it. So thank you so much for doing that, Stephanie. I know it's a lot of work. I mean, there's a lot of information. Eight weeks is a long time to do a, a series. Yeah. So, but so. even though like you and I were talking, right? Because I was just like, it's eight weeks, but it's also, it's years of experience that mm-hmm. I'm trying to, uh, oftentimes I'm like, oh, I have to pull back because I don't want to overwhelm them. That's right. But there's so much opportunity. And really, because it is a live stream, you could ask questions in real time because you've seen me on air. I'm like, oh, okay, hold up. Let's get off on the show. Let me tell you about this. Let's go into the details. Yeah got a lot of notes from from uh, watching myself so anyway back into live stream 101 live selling 101 um, because you know I think there's a little bit of confusing uh, and confusion isn't when people think of live selling they think oh it's QVC I don't want to be that sham wow guy you know or yeah. you know Billy Mays you know or what's you know set it and forget it that guy Ronco um, so talk about when people think like okay you know it's QVC but what are, what and maybe I don't want to go to Amazon. What kind of platforms do offer live selling? What, what can you, what, what different ways can you do it? Absolutely. So when we, when people think about QVC, they do think of those personalities. Yes. But even now, years later, you're still talking about those particular brands. Right. So yeah. that, that in and of itself, that is a testament to how successful QVC and these home shopping networks really are. The difference with live selling is really the fact that it's integrating live streaming with instant checkout. And the flow, if you really think about the flow from the QVCs to the home shopping networks, it was very much, we have our run of show. And if you are the selected pre-screen caller, they may or may not answer it on air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
when you think about live selling, now you have this opportunity to, yes, go with the flow. Yes, go with the run of show. And at the same time, you're engaging with your viewers because if Anna came in here and said, Stephanie, show me that thing. I'm like, okay, let me pick it up. What specifically do you want to see? Now I'm interacting with her in real time. So that's what makes it so amazing and fun. The other part is, yes, so many people know about Amazon Live. So many people know about the social media platforms. And that's because most of the North America market, that's all they really think about when it comes to live streaming is, oh, it's on these social media platforms. You think about how that's expanding, how it's growing. Like, did you know Walmart is launching their own live stream? Did you know that Target is launching their own yeah, live stream? Yeah. We have so many Fortune 100 companies that are running their pilot campaigns to really understand the nuances of live selling. And they're learning from different markets, especially in China. And they're understanding and analyzing pretty much the consumer behavior and the psychology behind buying. As far as other platforms go, there are platforms like Shop Shops. There are other platforms like Bizaboo. There's Livescale.tv. There's a lot of different places. I would say, see now, now I'm geeking out with you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there are so many different categories for live shopping. There are marketplaces. There are event-based. There are white label. There are social media. And then you also have virtual assistants where it's like AI that's pretty much helping you with it. Mm. There are when it comes to live selling, expand your awareness of it. You know, it's more than just Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. There is so much that you could do out there. Even if you're an influencer and you want to be in front of brands, brands are looking at other places outside of social media because they want it on their own platform. So uh, get out there, start doing demos, seriously. <laughs> and another pitch for the uh, the showrunner show that's, that you're doing, you listed a bunch of those uh, had a screen of there. So if you, if you want to go back and check that out, make sure you go watch the replay. And it, she talks about this in depth in a certain section during the show. So, and I'm sure you're going to get into that more later. Um, and by the way, I'm going to geek out with you just a little bit, but did you know that Pinterest, you know, they've already started doing yeah. Pinterest TV and this week they came out with an app called Pinterest TV that's in the app store. It's not available that has this, like when you open it, it sh you have to have a code that you have to do, but it's yeah. coming. You know, they're going to have that to keep up with it. So, do, do you have the hookup? Did you get into I the I tried. I've been, I'm still, I'm still working on my angles, but I got the app. I downloaded the app and it was like, okay, what is this? What's this coming yeah. on? So uh, we'll see because I want to get on that really, really quick. So, um, Jim uh, has a he has a point. He says it seems like there's still a lot of people that don't know that Amazon, Target, and Walmart are doing live selling. When I talk to his friends, so yeah, I I didn't know that uh, Walmart was doing it until uh, Stephanie. I mean, but it makes sense, right? I mean, they've got a huge database of products. They want to yeah. have a cut. They don't want to get. They're in competition with Amazon. You know, they're going to have something. Yes, I mean, think about like okay, now <laughs> there we go. I love it. Here we go. Okay. So you know how Amazon has its two day delivery. Well, then now Walmart and these local local stores are now trying to do same day delivery in a matter of hours. It's this instant gratification. And so when you think about like Walmart and how that helps them out, they already have these distributors. They have all these brand names. And now it's just how do I incorporate, how do I integrate live streaming into this marketplace that I already have for people to buy and learn from? Mm -hmm. So so much, so much is out there. So much of it is evolving. I would say for someone like Jim Fuse, you and myself start doing keyword, keyword alerts, right? Mm -hmm. For live shopping, live selling and see what's happening out there. Cause for me, I always want to be on the cutting edge of like, what is, what is this innovation? What is evolving? Oh, we just had NAB. Did you watch that? Did you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff coming. I mean, it, it's really, I mean, and you know, Jim, Jim's point, you know, they're all coming. Um, yeah. So, and he says like Amazon is doing same day delivery too. He's received stuff same day, which that's, that is just amazing. So, okay, let's, let's break this down a little bit more. Um, not just everyone can turn on the cam and start selling there. You know, there's certain like qualifications and approvals needed to sell on Amazon, what about these other platforms? Do they all have certain requirements? Do you have to have follower counts of a certain number? Do you have to pay their fee? I mean, what are some of the kind of the the pricing options that uh, you need? I mean, like Amazon, you need to be an Amazon influencer, be in their program, uh, get approved for that kind of stuff. So are there a lot of hoops to jump through if you want to start live selling? 
Well, yeah. So, I mean, Jim could speak to this more, but if you're an Amazon merchant, you most likely already have uh, opportunities for you to live stream on Amazon. So you really just have to hire an influencer for there. But if you, if, if we were to put this in different categories, right? Mm -hmm. If you are a content creator, an influencer with your own merch and you have it on, let's say Shopify, for example, there are so many different platforms for you to just sign up and you just play, pay a monthly subscription fee. Be mindful of that because sometimes these platforms may have a monthly subscription fee, but they also have like a viewer rate, which means depending on how many viewers you have uh, tuning into your live show, then you're paying an extra fee for that. There's also these these platforms where there's a replay fee. So for them to just even host mm. uh, the replay for your live shopping stream, there's an additional fee for that. So I would... I would look at those different platforms, weigh out, you know, what the cost is going to be. And then I would also be mindful of what your promotional strategy is, right? So for example, let me back up. If you're working with a big celebrity, if you're working with an influencer that has hundreds and thousands of followers and there's a viewer rate for it, you're most likely going to have to subscribe to a higher model. If you're a mom and pop shop and you're selling like merch, shirts, mugs, things of that sort, that's easy for you just to pay a monthly fee and then boom, you get started, you're good to go. Out of all those different things, I would say, is even if you are going to dive into the live shopping realm is if you're taking your audience away from social media platforms, which they're so used to, then you still have to teach them how to shop on these new platforms. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's one of the things that you said that I really took note of yesterday is that uh, one of your kind of takeaways was that to demo how to do something like how to purchase like you were showing like hey we're gonna go to a you know like almost like a commercial but it's not really commercial it's like how to click the button and add it to the cart and check out that kind of thing yes. i mean i thought that was really really cool yes i mean you still have people where they're where they're hanging out on facebook and they're just like wait how do i purchase this from a facebook live because if you don't know you could actually do facebook live shopping you just create your your shop on there and then you could have people check out but people will still ask well how do i purchase this right now so if you were to dedicate at least a 30 second reel of this is how you check out then it's amazing it's super helpful very cool so um oh here's this is a great point by uh gary stockton my friend gary is watching over on youtube and he goes mitch jackson mitch jackson had mark schaefer on during the launch of marketing rebellion and it was streamed on amazon live he thought it was really great yeah so i think book authors especially if you have a new book or an ebook or something coming out being able to do that on amazon live where they can everyone's used to purchasing books over there uh that's a great idea uh, thanks gary for pointing that out yeah um, so as, as a can I geek no, out go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go as, as a live selling producer, remember yesterday we talked about you could niche down. If, you're, if your beat is working with up and coming book authors, with publishers, that could be your thing. You could just go on Amazon and see who's releasing a new book, whether it's an ebook and say, I would love to have you on my show. I would love to do an Amazon Live. This is gonna help you with your pre-orders and all the different things. Also keep an eye out because what about Barnes and Noble? <laughs> what about right. all these other book publishing places? There is room for you. So I think when you start putting your flag in the ground of like, this is who I work with, this is my ICP, my ideal customer, um, then go from there. Yeah. So this is a great question from over on LinkedIn. Uh, what is more the important goal uh, with live shopping, driving sales during the event or inform, entertain viewers who buy at a later stage? All of the above. All yeah. of the above. I, I think it really depends on the client, right? So... Uh, here's a couple of things that when I'm coaching clients as they're putting their show together, I usually ask them, is this your first time that you've ever live streamed? Because if your audience isn't used to seeing you live, they're more just entranced with the idea of like, oh my gosh, is that Jeff? Right? <laughs> do, I, do, do I get to talk to Jeff? And so for those of us that are live streamers, our audience knows us, they know how to engage with us. So they already have those, those habits. Yeah. So introducing live selling is, is easy for us to put in a call to action. When I'm working with a brand and they're launching a new product, of course, the CTA for them is like introduce the product, get buyers now. If it's a, if it's a higher priced premium product, there might actually be a different learning curve to it. So maybe you might want to do 
a three-part series, a four-part series where you're first introducing, introducing what the problem is. Hey, are you struggling with this? If you could change one thing about X, Y, and Z, what would it be? And now you're just creating this community of people who are like, yeah, you know what? I would, I wish that I could really solve that. And then the second episode, see, I'm really geeking out with you. This is like <laughs> my second cup of coffee. The second episode is then you're loosening up their model of the world. Well, have you ever wondered what would it be like? And then you start giving them testimonials. Then you start doing demos and all those different things. And then the third episode is really now you introduce the product. Now they're like, oh, you've it's like, oh, okay, I'm interested now. The third episode is like, now let me hit you with the bundles, the promos, all the things. They're like, I am in. And they have like this whole community that they've been watching with the entire time. And they're like, okay, I'm getting this. What are you getting? Oh, did you get that? Okay, I want that too. Oh man, I wish I got that. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's really up to you as the live video strategist as the live selling producer, when, you, when you're sitting down with the client, you have to ask them, like, what is it that you really want to accomplish? I'll, and I'll tell you, Jeff, these brands that I'm working with don't just do one live stream and then stop. They're already in that mindset of no, 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 no. We are building an audience. We are, <laughs> we're getting them used to shopping online. So that's kind of like me saying, if you are doing this the very first time, don't quit after the first show, especially if you're bringing your audience in from the different social media platforms. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and one of the things that I also took away was that you brands don't know what they don't know. So you have to educate them because this is such a new platform that they you have to say, OK, you need to have this demo because this is why, because they need to teach these people. Because, so you will sell more. And so they're also not just wanting you to press the buttons. They want you to you know educate them on what works for a live uh, show. So, yeah, I think as as a live selling producer, we have to get into the mindset of who was the person that reached out to us to say, hey, Stephanie, hey, Jeff, can you do a live shopping event for us? Those like think about the job titles. If it was the digital marketing manager, what are what are their other responsibilities? Okay, paid media, social media, PR, email, all the different things. They don't live and breathe live streaming like you and me. So there's a lot of education that needs to go into it as well. So that's really what's going to separate you from the sea of sameness when they come looking for a live selling producer. Very cool. So I'm going to call a little bit audible here because I want you to talk about this because when you're talking about celebrities and a lot of times people get blinded by that and they forget that there has to be a show that goes on. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, and you just teased it a little bit yesterday on the, on the show over on eGames channel, the um, uh, Jennifer Gardner, what you did with her and how you did that. Can you just kind of give a brief overview? Because I thought that was really cool. And that's something that like people would kind of get in awe. Oh, we got Jennifer Gardner. That's all we need. But no, there's a show you have to do. You have to put stuff together. Can you kind of walk us through a little bit of that and some of the takeaways that you learned? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Jennifer Gardner has a, a food product company called Once Upon a Farm, and it's organic natural foods for toddlers and kids and even busy moms that just need a snack on the go. And so they wanted to introduce these different pouches that they have and bundles and all the different things. But how do you really get moms or parents in general to buy this for their kids. And so we had to think about, well, what's the hook? How are we going to get these moms interested in it? And so her audience was most likely about, okay, well, what are the ingredients? Is that, you know, what's the shelf life for this? It, why is getting this better than getting food that's been sitting on a shelf for years, <laughs> right? Wow. And so we had to develop a run of show and what products would make sense. We also had to be mindful of if, if you're going to be demoing a product, how easy is it for you to actually demo the product? In that of it too, we're like, okay, so do we want this to be a solo show or do we want to have two people on there? And so she actually had another influencer on the show with her to talk through the product and it was a new mom. And so there's a lot of nuances that we put into it. Even when I was like working for the show, I was asking, okay, so how often are you going to mention the promo code? What is that gonna look like? What is that going to sound like? And these are things that they didn't even think about. Sometimes, gosh, see, now I'm just going a hundred miles per hour. <laughs> That's good, it's good. But even like, even like they sometimes they don't even know um, the purpose of a countdown timer. Now, you, me, as live streamers, 
on social media, there's sometimes there's a love hate relationship with countdown timers, right? Like, right. oh, you know, people just want to hop in. But from a live selling perspective, it's very much welcomed because it preps the audience, it preps the talent. It also allows you to set the mood with the music and all the different things. And you could have a fun time with it. You could have the countdown timer, you could have a camera in the background where it shows them preparing for it. So the whole entire production itself was a ton of fun. There's, I mean, ask your questions, Jeff. <laughs> no, I, I just want to, I, I wanted to take away and I want to make sure because, um, you know, I, one, it's Jennifer Gardner and a lot of people love her. She's got this, you know, and, uh, you know, cause I think a lot of brands like, Hey, we got Jennifer Gardner. She's just going to talk and we don't really have to do anything. That's not really true. There's a lot of stuff you have. Like you said, she brought on another influencer. Okay. What does that look like? What are you going to demo? Does it look good on camera? Can we see it? Can we cover it with, is it small? Is it big? Will it fit in the screen? I mean, all those things that, Hey, we got Jennifer Gardner really doesn't, yeah. cut it. you have to really kind of break it down and do a run a show and then yes. make all that. The other thing know, too, you know, is when I was working with livescale.tv, having done a lot of productions with them, I know how the user interface looks like. So when when a consumer is actually watching a live shopping stream, I know that when they mention a product, it's going to show up over here. So I have to be mindful of when my talent is on camera, hey, put a marker on the ground so that they don't cross this line. If they cross this line and you show a product, it's gonna be on their face. I also have to teach the moderators who are on the SaaS platform and saying, if you do this, just be mindful that if you show the product, and it accidentally happens to land on the talent's face, turn it off immediately, right? (laughs) (laughs) You should be watching the stream too at the same time. So it's, there's a lot as a producer that you have to be mindful of. So I just want to do a real quick plug because, um, and, and she didn't ask me to do this, but I have it up here ready. If you want to learn how to do what Stephanie does by, you know, being a live producer and, you know, getting these brands and you run the show and all this kind of stuff. She has a VIP day that you guys can go. If you go to lightscameralive.com forward slash VIP dash day, that's lightscameralive.com forward slash VIP dot dash day. Uh, she'll teach you all of her secrets that she's given us today, even more in depth. So I uh, just want to give a real quick plug with that. Uh, one of the questions uh, I wanted to ask is that I don't have a physical product. Let's say I'm a, you know, information, I sell my courses, I do eBooks, that kind of stuff. Can I still do live selling? Because I'm just a digital creator. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I mean, this is one of those things that I feel like most entrepreneurs don't even consider, but your VIP days, your books, your eBooks, your consulting calls, those are all things that you can do. What I usually tell these entrepreneurs is, you know those testimonials that you have, you can include that in your run of show. Hmm. The way that you structure these is you think about what is happening in the cons- in the customer's model of the world. What are their values, their beliefs, their attitudes? What are they struggling with? Then you're gonna loosen up with their model of the world and that's where you're gonna introduce that testimonial. I gave you this three-part series earlier, but there's so much that you could do in that. And at the same time, you can have on the screen or in the comments, your moderator linking out to your specific CTAs, your call to actions and pretty much put it out there. So even if you don't have a physical tangible, tangible product, you could still promote your conferences, your events, all the different things. And it's still, I would still consider it live selling. Awesome. All right. I got a couple of questions before we go to our next section. I tell you, we're geeking out already. This should be like a, an eight part. We should do our own eight part one. Um, so Chris has a great point. He goes, even if you don't have a follower account qualifications, live streamers who are on live selling now on other platforms have an advantage over influencers who have never gone live. We see it all the time on Amazon. Yes. Yeah. So uh, if you've got experience that you can trump a lot of people. So uh, another question over from LinkedIn, what is the salary model for live shopping hosts? Do they get paid by the amount of shows or by the amount of products being sold during the stream? That's a great question. I'm sure it varies. Yeah, it does vary. It does vary. Um, What I I will say is this, when we're looking at case studies in China, like these big, big influencers, Austin Lee, from what I heard is that he was able to sell like, gosh, 
he was able to move product in like 15 minutes and it was like millions in dollars of product. And so for him with that level of caliber and that clout, he's able to man to able to demand a percentage of those sales. I would say for most people that are live shopping hosts, it's just like having an MC speaking at your event, mm. right? Um, if you really want to, oh man, this is good. I'm like, oh man, some of this I should save for showrunner. <laughs> but what I would say is if you really, really want to pitch yourself and get a higher price point, and I'm talking about like five figure brand deals is, you know, you come to the table and yes, you have your gear and you could go and show them portfolios as far as like, these are the different live streams that I've done, but you also want to come to the table as far as like, what's your promotional plan? If I hire you as a live shopping host, what are the levers that you can pull? And I'm one of those where I'm like, dude, I have like 30,000 people on my email list. I could blast this out completely. Not only that though, but using Ecamm with Restream, I can multi-stream to all these different platforms because I'm also an author. Uh, I was published by Entrepreneur and I have access to their channel. So they're like, wait a second, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Like, tell me all these things. That's what's really going to separate you. And, you know, you'll hang out in these different groups and these different communities and they'll tell you about media kits. So you could see how much people are charging right now for the Amazon Live stuff. Again, I ventured outside of Amazon Live. So I'm doing live shopping production. I'm also a live shopping host for other clients when they want me to be, when they need me to be but it, there's all these different hats that you can wear. So hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm really hesitant to ask this question because I, I don't know if I want to know the answer, but Gary goes, is Jennifer Gardner as lovely in person as she is on TV? She is. Good. She is. Honestly, like um, when we were having our Zoom call and we were doing a tech rehearsal and I was working with her team and whatnot, uh, they're great. They're all, they're all so lovely. And then she hopped in and I was like, oh, maintain composure. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right. Because I love yesterday. My daughter and I, we both watched yesterday and she's just so much fun. Yeah. That's some way I, when I got to talk with uh, Jane Goodall on Clubhouse with Guy, that was like, oh my gosh, what do I say? You know, yeah. anyway, you get a little, you just have to be professional and not, you know, geek out too much. So um, here, so one of the cool things that we do here on the show is that we're able to get, um, questions from our audience like live. So we've been using this great platform called Volley and you can actually go there yourself at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash chat. Uh, it's really great. You can ask your questions. You can, uh, you know, we, we talk back and forth. I always tell you guys what the show is and you give me some great pointers. But this week we had a question from our friend Mitch Dong. So I'm going to play that right now and we will uh, answer that. And uh, here we go. Oh, no. Cool. Did you hear that? I did. Okay. I did. So I'm going to answer this from multiple perspectives. So the first one as a producer in making sure that your live selling production is successful is make sure that you have a tech rehearsal. Make sure that you have a back channel for you to speak to the talent as well as your client. Because who knows whatever happens with the SaaS platform, but you need someone to call the call the shots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, so make sure you have your tech rehearsal, make sure that you have your run of show, your team all in place. That's gonna, that's what's really gonna help you as far as making sure that your live selling production is working well. If you are the talent, yeah. <laughs> if you are the talent, you are focused on the show. You are focused on engaging with the audience. You have to be in what I like to call the buyer state, right? And what I say when I say this is that like if you hit people with facts all the time, that's an informational state. But if you get excited, if you are uh, like, imagine what it would be like if you had this and blah, 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 and you're demoing the product, you have to you have to personify that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because if, if you're excited, people are going to be excited, too. And I say that because I, I've been I've been uh, behind the scenes for a production and this host was so like they wanted perfection and they wanted to read from the script and it was just dead eyes the entire time. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you nailed it as far as like, you know, syntax and semantics. Yes. But 
my goodness, there's something about when you're live, you have to entertain and blend the live selling piece of it too. So that's what's really is going to be helpful in making a live selling production successful is make sure you have a talent, a host that knows how to build rapport with the audience. And so as a live shopping host, get your bullet points. Yeah. If, if the brand is asking you to hit on boom, 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 messaging points, do yourself a favor and already get a teleprompter. Yeah. Mm, Have your different speaking points. So that way, you know, that you're going to nail it and practice it. Cause the last thing that I want as a producer is for, for a host to show up and like, does it look like I'm reading on the screen? It's like, it looks (laughs) like you just fell asleep on screen, you know? (laughs) And as a producer, sometimes I have to call them out. I'm just like, you know, client, there's, you know, there's another influencer by the name of Jeff C that I think would actually be a really good fit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind swooping in sometimes and recommending a different influencer because I know that the client has already put money on the table mm-hmm. to invest in the SaaS platform. I know that the client's reputation is already on the line internally, right? And the host can make or break that live stream. So producers, sometimes we come in and we you know, we're a little persuasive. Well, you can recommend me anytime, Stephanie. So, Hell yeah, dude. Uh, uh, so let's talk about, cause you mentioned a couple things there because people always want to know, okay, what do I need to get started? What kind of tech I need? Uh, you mentioned a teleprompter and many people don't know this, but like, I'll give you a little secret sauce. Like when I read, you know, Stephanie said, Oh, you did such a great job in your introduction. I have a teleprompter right above here yeah. that I look right into right above my ecam a camera. Um, it's actually a parrot teleprompter. It's very, very small. It goes right on top of it. My phone fits underneath there. I have desktop software that actually I can scroll up and down the questions and I can look right at Stephanie when I'm doing that. So I love my parrot teleprompter. It's great for doing Amazon uh, videos as well and YouTube videos, whatever you need it for. So that's one of the secret sauces. Stream decks are for switching all the screens. I know you use that as well, but what are some, what is like, what camera you using? What do you, what do you recommend? Like the bare bones to get started with a, a live shopping show? Okay. So as a live shopping host, if you are hosting your own live shopping stream, for sure, get a mirrorless camera. I have a Panasonic GH5. I also have an ICANN 12 inch teleprompter, which is amazing. I have two Elgato key lights that are helpful. I have an Elgato (laughs) overhead camera that I put over here for overhead demos. And then when I'm doing a product showcase, I have my Sony ZV-E10 that I have right in front of me. So when I'm showcasing a product, this is the camera that I use. Mm. So as a live shopping host doing my own, let's say Amazon Live, that's the gear that I have in addition to what Jeff mentioned for the Stream Deck and my Rodecaster Pro and my mic. Yeah, that's what... That's for me as a host, that makes me successful when I'm working with this, these brands and they're looking for a live shopping host. I'm like, I'm already, I'm, I'm prepared. Just give me the run of show, give me the product and boom, we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm a live selling producer getting started, trying to pitch these SaaS platforms, then what I need isn't necessarily gear. It's it's the, it's the pitch deck. It's Ecamm as far as setting up the scenes. It's knowing how to handle objections. It's knowing how to set a client at ease and be that mediator between the SaaS platform, the client and the influencer, or even the PR company. So those are some other mm-hmm. things from a producer perspective outside of gear. Oh, and PS, by the way, it doesn't hurt if you're a producer and you have fiber internet. Cause my internet <laughs> upload speeds like 800. And yeah. I'm like, I, I send that over to clients when like I'm in the pitch. I'm like, and this is my upload speed. They're like, what the what? I was like, mm-hmm. so that's, uh, that's one. It's awesome. And that's why your stream is so clear. I've had, you know, it's always, you always issue when you have guests on like, okay, what's going to happen. Um, the other th- the question I was going to have, do you have any sort of backup? Like, let's say your fiber does go down. Do you have like a backup so you can continue it when you're, when you're doing these live uh, shows for clients? Absolutely. So I have a hotspot. Mm-hmm. I also use Speedify, which creates this bonded network between my Wi-Fi and my cellular network at the same time. So we have that. And that's actually a really good question too, because sometimes if your influencer or your host, if something happens on their end, I always recommend to my clients, just have an extra B-roll in the background, just in case, just have an extra testimonial in the background, just in case. Or even remember that, that 30 second video that I told you of just how to make a purchase, I would play that again, 
just to fill in that gap and then have someone in the back channel like, hey, what's up with your internet? What's going on? (laughs) So let's say, hey, listen, I'm not the sham wow guy. I'm not Billy Mays. Um, And I don't want to come across as a used car salesman. I know a lot of people don't want to do that when they when they hear selling. So what are your tips for that, for for creating an engaging live show, not just, you know, not just like the QVC where they're always like, hey, it's an expects thing. It slices, it dices, it juliennes. You know, what do you tell people? You're so good at that, Jeff. Why are you, why are you knocking it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say generally when I'm working with clients, you still need that personality that is going to engage your audience. And so you could have a host that asks the questions yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you can also have a, an expert. You could have an expert that actually demos the product. You could have them share testimonials, things of that sort. So that way it feels like it's a natural conversation that's happening. Again, what I, what I try to remind clients is that you have to get your audience into a buying mindset. So oftentimes, like if a, if a run of show is just like, Oh, pain point, pain point, pain point. I'm like, good job. You're just depressed the audience. <laughs> Thanks. You know, because then like, what do you do if someone is if someone is feeling low and like, ah, you know, it's that doesn't get them into a state of mind where they want to do something about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have to be mindful about your run of show of how you get them from this is the pain point to what gets them off of the pain point. What gets them off of the pain point is being inspired. Right. And when they're inspired, then they start thinking about the possibilities. And when they start thinking of the possibilities, then they take action. Like literally that could be, (laughs) how do I get them from point A to over here? Yeah. Mm. So how is your run of show going to move them along that process? Because if the entire time you're like, bye, 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 bye. (laughs) It's, you're going to get a couple of people that are okay with that. But again, there are some audiences where, learning styles, right? There's visual learners. I want to see how this works, pick it up, turn it around, flip it upside down, do all the things, right? Sometimes there's auditory where they have to hear it a couple of times to trigger off their convincer strategy of like, oh, okay. All right. I really like the testimonial, but I'm not a mom. So what I, do I still need this? Then you have those kinesthetic learners and you want to make them feel confident, comfortable, reassured, Right. They want to have their own reassurance strategy of like, OK, if I buy this, you know, how do I know that my investment is really going to there's going to be a return on it? And then you also have your auditory digital. <laughs> See, I'm geeking out with you. <laughs> then you then you have like those people that think of like systems and processes. And you're like, this is how this product is going to scale up your business. This is how it's going to improve your process, your framework. It has to be a part of their routine, their habits. And so when you have this run of show and it has all these brain hacks in it, mm-hmm. it makes it so much more successful. So when I'm sitting down with the client, I mean, oftentimes they're thinking, oh, she's just going to switch scenes. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Tell me about your audience. What are they struggling with? Because they may just have to see that demo more than once. Mm. That's great. So once again, this is brought to you by our friends at Ecamm. And if you are geeking out about the stuff and this is like, oh my gosh, I want more, I want more, I want more. Make sure you go to ecamm.tv forward slash live selling where they are talking all about this for eight weeks and it's in depth. It's even more Stephanie Lou. Uh, you get more, but wait, there's more. So go here to ecamm.tv forward slash live selling. Uh, we've got a few minutes left. So make sure you're asking your questions uh, down below because if not, I'm going to, and I will uh, override you. So, um, one because I got some great questions that I wanted to ask. You talked about run of show a couple of times during uh, the broadcast today, and that might be confusing to some people, but I think one of the things, and we're going to be talking right all about how to remote produce, you know, we've kind of touched on a little bit. How do you manage time? Because I think that's the biggest hiccup. Things run over, demos go long. They forgot, uh, you know, this, the bowl to mix it in. You had to go run it. Okay. So that stretched that segment out a little bit. And so you have to trim stuff off the end. So how do you manage all of that when you're a live producer? Because I think that's probably one of the biggest hurdles that uh, live producers have to deal with. That's so funny. I don't think I've ever actually had a, a, Nothing? a live yeah. Like maybe I just run a tight ship. <laughs> That's probably it. But That's probably it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, 
So when they hire me as a producer, they hire me because I'm the expert. And so I'm very much the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to have a kickoff call because I want to know what it is exactly that they're trying to accomplish. And so I ask the right questions. Who is going to be the host of the show? And I ask them flat out, what's your gear? What do you have? And if they tell me things like, oh, you know, I have a laptop. I'm like, oh, well, (laughs) let's talk about that. And I actually already have an ecam scene of a before and after. Do you want it to look like this where it's grainy or do you want it to look like this? Mm. And they're like, oh, so now we're opening them up to possibility. So all of that generally happens in the kickoff call. I'm like, tell me about your influencer. Have you ever, have you done a casting call with them? Do you know what it looks like? Do you know what their internet upload speed is? That is my pre tech checklist as live streamers you and i we probably do that with our guests maybe like 15 minutes before a show Mm -hmm. if it's a live shopping event i'm doing this probably two to three weeks before the actual live shopping event because if they don't have the gear then i'm like you're going to drop ship that and here's my amazon idealist (laughs) (laughs) for you to purchase right now and i personally recommend the gear for them to use because as the producer i know how to easily set up the different things And then at that point, if I'm working with a client and they're doing multiple live shopping events, I'm like, okay, that's your video kit. The next influencer that you're going to be working with, you're going to ship that box. Hmm. So backing up then, we have that kickoff call where I understand all these different things. Then I work with the client to understand what the run of show is going to be like. If the client comes to me with a run of show and it has key messaging points with bullet points, I'm like, cool, we're good to go. If it's paragraphs, right? Cause they're like, Ooh, perfection. Right. That's where, again, we're all jump in. I'm like, okay, so does your host, do they have a teleprompter? Are you providing a teleprompter? Do they know how to read? I mean, are you expecting them to just do this on the fly? How are they on the fly? Have they done improv? You know, right, right. <laughs> I ask all the things. And so then we have a tech rehearsal where I make sure, okay, I want you to hop into the Ecamm live studio and I want you to hop back out. And I have them practice of like, if something happens, do you know how to get out? Do you know how to get back in? And then we go through the gear so that they know exactly how to do it. We, we do the actual draft of the, the run of show. I'm, I'm laughing at myself because I'm like, you guys, you're going <laughs> to love showrunner, like That's legit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then we do the actual production and then I move pretty much like the PR team, the digital marketing team and, you know, the key stakeholders. I put them on a back channel at that point. And when it's time for the show, it's me and the host or it's me and the host and the guest. And that's where I have to build rapport with them and get them to relax. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know that they're the ones that are going to be on camera and everyone else that's in the back channel is counting on them, like counting on pretty much like us Mm -hmm. to make this successful. And so oftentimes from a psychology perspective, from a mindset perspective, they're feeling the pressure of it. And so as a producer, most producers don't think about this. You have to set them at ease. You have to, you have to like, Hey, you're confident. You can do this. We've done this. I know, you know, and they're like, okay, you hype them up. And you've seen me do this at like different conferences. Right, right. Right? I'm like, I'm going to hype you up. Right. I'm going to give you like the Roberto. <laughs> I'm going to give you the Roberto Blake standing ovation. That's what I do. <laughs> so that's for me to build rapport with them. And then we go into the show as that's running. I'm still talking to my client and I'm like, Hey, this is going great or this, or I'm like, Hey, do you want me to put this up on the screen a little bit more, or, you know, put the overlay back on. I'm still building rapport with my client because I'm still thinking like, Ooh, four show, four shows down the line. You still want me to be your producer, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then that happens. Once the show ends, then I have a debrief pretty much with the talent. I say, you did a great job. And you know, I let them know if you're, Hey, if you're ever hired again for a live selling event and they need a live selling producer, make sure you refer me. Yeah. Cause now, <laughs> cause now I've built rapport with them. Right. Good. They get off the call and then I have a debrief with the client and we go through the run of show like, Hey, this is what worked great. Blah, 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 blah. We understand. Boom. Hey, you need me again? Hire me. Good. Then I go over to the software as a service platform. I'm like, hey, that show went well, didn't it? <laughs> and I debrief with them as far as what their future product pr- projects are going to be. And I say to them, okay, so if you need another live selling producer, you have my brain on speed dial. That, I forget what the question is. No, but that's, I, <laughs> that's genius. So, cause I, cause that was the thing is like, okay, you know, 
how do you the, how do you handle the time? How do you handle all that stuff? And from what I, you said, you run a t- tight ship, and that's exactly what you've done. You, nothing is left to chance. You're not saying we got these products, we're going to go live, we're going to hit the button. No, it's planned yeah. out. You've got backup plans. You've got people. They know what they're going to do. The thing about rehearsing, going back and forth, I think is huge, and also getting them to buy gear that you already have solves so many problems. So like when Guy Kawasaki, when I started doing his podcast, he heard my mic, he heard my Rodecaster Pro, he bought the exact same mic because he goes, I don't want to, I just want to know, Jeff C has it, it's fine. And he bought two Rodecaster Pros because he wants one upstairs and downstairs. So anyway, um, it, it, but it does make you solving problems for them a lot easier when you have the exact same thing, thing there. Uh, you can tell them what button to press. Um, this is a great question from Gary over on uh, YouTube. He goes, what is back channel? Can you explain? Yes. So back channel is where you have communication with your client, your stakeholders on a different device. And so for me, that could be a group text or that could be on WhatsApp or even that could be on volley right? Mm-hmm. That's for us to have conversations about how the show is running at that moment. The reason why I don't have them on the call or, you know, in the Ecamm studio blowing up <laughs> comments is because what I found is that if the show host is running the show and then all of a sudden there's back channel communications that are like, boom, bing, 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 they get distracted. And it ruins the flow of the show. So having a back channel where we could easily communicate with the client about, hey, oh, this goes to your other question too. I would say to them like, hey, we're like five minutes behind schedule. Um, Is that okay? They'll let me know. Mm -hmm. Or they'll say like, hey, Stephanie, we're, we're actually going through this run of show pretty quick. And so then I'll ask them, okay, so do you need me to, do you need me to wrap this up? earlier? Do you need me to like play another video again? We're having that conversation in real time. So hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, I think that was perfect. So uh, Mike Alton says this, hey, Mike, good to see you here. He goes, Stephanie's run of show is, oh, he he misspelled it and he did it again. So I'm going to put the right one up there for him because he'll get on me later. He says, Stephanie's run of show building tool is brilliant. So where can people find that? If Is it, can they go to your VIP day or is it on your website? Where can they find this, this tool? So get your little typing fingers, not your little, but get your typing fingers <laughs> ready. It's lightscamera.live forward slash script. And that's my video script maker. Sometimes I'll even just send that to my clients and I'll say, you need, you need a run of show. Use my video script maker. Mm-hmm. And every time you push this button, it's going to give you a new intro, a new hook, a new teaser, and it's going to run that right through you. So there it is on screen by the amazing Mike Alton, video script maker. Uh, uh, oh, he's got it. Uh, shortcut. He's there, got so. his affiliate link. Yeah, so that's look what at happens. Him. Sneaky. And I didn't even check it. So, but that's great. Yeah. Thank you, Mike, for doing that. So, uh, amazing stuff. Let's see. I, we had some other questions. Uh, I wanted to say, uh, Yvonne uh, said uh, that Stephanie got me started on Amazon live streaming. Uh, so <laughs> that she's gotten a lot of people stuck on live streaming. I think we're going to have a lot of live video producers after the show to do today. And she, uh, Yvonne also loved the uh, volley and she asked me to put that up on screen again. So if you'd like to be a part of our volley, it's socialmedianewslive.com forward slash chat socialmedianewslive.com forward slash chat. You can leave uh, messages like we played of Mitch. You don't have to go on video. You can just use an audio kind of clubhouse-like, or you can just do text, but it's a great way to have uh, community and conversation uh, throughout the week. So let's see if there's any other questions here. I see one from Gary who's asking about bandwidth. Yes, yes. So that would be a great one. Bandwidth, uh, what would you recommend? Do you need a super fast connection? So let me pull that up here. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Because you have like gazillion speed with your. <laughs> yeah, I would say when you're working with the show host, you want to make sure that they have at least 15 uh, megabits per second upload speed. You want to make sure that the client or the is working with this influencer or the show host that they go to speedtest.net and they figure that out right then and there. Because for me, I will say, okay, so it's it's three megabits per second. Okay, we need to find you a co-working spot. Yeah. Yeah. I like, we need to find you to a co-working spot or is there somewhere else that you can go because that's not acceptable. And I will have a frank conversation with the client. I'm like, this is how it looks like if you don't, you know, right. <laughs> you know, so 
we have that conversation for it. I also have a, I also have an account with speedify.com, which as I said earlier, it it's a bonded cellular network with your Wi-Fi, your ethernet, all the things to make it even stronger. And so I have the, I forget which plan I have. I think it's the pro plan and I could even offer that to my clients. I'm like, here's my account. Use this for you, your, your host, and make sure that they, they have the best. I'll throw my hat in there as an extra bonus for them. And then for me as a producer, again, like I said, if you're producing event, I usually go for 30 megabits per second upload speed. And I always say that like <laughs> underline highlight upload speed because it is different. And that's really going to help you out as a producer. So if, even if I was a brand, I would still ask my producer, well, what's your internet upload speed? Because they're the ones that are, that's going to be carrying the show, especially if you're bringing in multiple guests and all the things. Yeah. And Speedify is a great, um, I use it as well, especially when I travel. It's really great because I can bond everything and I have it at the hotel or whatever. So real quick, let's talk about, we've talked about it all, all through the show today, but um, Showrunner season two. Um, oh man. So uh, give us a rundown where it is, where you can find it. We'll, we'll bring up that URL, but the, the opportunity, maybe you can just talk about the opportunity for remote producers. Like yeah. this is kind of new. So talk about this because this is what Showrunner is all about. Yeah. So showrunners season two, we are pretty much showing you everything that goes behind live selling as a producer. So what are the opportunities with live selling? Who are the different brands and marketplaces that you can partner up with some SaaS platforms that you should start building connections and rapport with? Like if you're not on LinkedIn, come on, man, that's going to be an awesome opportunity for you. Then we talk about getting started. So for you as a producer, what is, what is it that you need to get started to start pitching your products and your services as live selling productions. So I'll show you pretty much like how my pitch deck looks like, how I overcome sales objections, all the things as even like the upsells that I have, right? So that's what we talk about in getting started. We also talk about the live selling producers checklist because now it's actually expanded from being a live video producer because now you have the key stakeholder they need a specific checklist. Then you have the live shopping host. They need a specific checklist. Then you have the SaaS platform. Like you want to make sure that their SaaS platform is actually going to be able to support the stream. And so there's certain questions that you have to ask. So we go through that whole entire gamut. Then we also talk about, you know, positioning your brand, positioning your production house and how you're actually going to price it. Then we're also going to, man, this is so much fun. Then we're going to have an actual live selling build out. So press and so who does a lot of the merch for the Ecamm fam, we're going to say, okay, so how did you set up your Facebook shop? Now this is how we connect it with Ecamm. Now this is how we actually produce it. So you're going to see it in real time, a real live shopping stream and in the background, how we set it up before, during, and after. So that's going to be a ton of fun. The very last date that I would say for sure you want to make sure that you book this is on Thursday, June 16th, we have what's called a roundtable and a workshop. So all of the different SaaS platforms that I mentioned, all of the key influencers, we're going to have a day where you can ask your questions. And so we're going to have this hosted on Alter Live, and that's going to be an important day for you to get your face in front of these SaaS brands and say, I'm a live selling producer. This is what I can do and start building that network. That is but hey, so if awesome. you don't want to show up, then Jeff and I can take that's all the leads. Right. We'll do it all. <laughs> we will do it all. So make sure you guys go to ecam.tv forward slash live selling. I'm telling you, it is amazing. I just don't say that because they sponsored the show, but I've been a fallen Stephanie even before any of that stuff happened. She's amazing. Stephanie, let people know where they can find you, your services. I know it's at lightscameralive.com, but also you've got some other things with that special event that you have. So talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. So head on over to lightscameralive.com if you want to find out more about my work. But if you're the type of person where you're like, Stephanie, I don't want to wait eight weeks. I don't want to wait eight weeks for me to get in front of this train right now. So head on over to lightscameralive.com forward slash VIP day and you will have pretty much access a full day to plan out what your production house is going to look like, sound like, you'll have access to everything that it's in my vault, swipe files, scripts, pitch decks, all the things on how you can position yourself and start building your brand and your bottom line as a live selling producer. 
Very, very cool. Make sure you guys check that out because it's it's definitely worth uh, the time and the money spent because uh, she, as you can tell, it's amazing when it comes to all this stuff. Thank you guys so much for watching uh, everything today. Um, we've got, Brian goes, yes, another hour that's gone way too quickly. Uh, yes, it has, Brian. It has so much. Don't forget that we're also a podcast. You can go to your favorite podcast player, sign up, give us a rating review. It really helps us out. Our next show, we're going to continue the discussion on live selling with the amazing DealCasters, and it's going to be on Friday, May 13th at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. Once again, you can find us in Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Amazon Live. Uh, Thank you so much, Stephanie. This has been a jam-packed morning. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. And we will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Social Media News Live.